This is the unadulterated Word of God, coming to you from Savannah Ministries. We build up believers unto maturity. We raise ministers for the end-time harvest. We preach the Word of God with signs and wonders following. And we use the Word of God to meet the needs of mankind. Oh, our God deserves praise for what he has been doing in camp meeting 2021. Let's lift up our hands and just appreciate him. Thank you, Father, for your great mercy. Oh, we must Thank you for the supply of your spirit, Lord. Thank you for the supply of your spirit. Thank you for lives that have been changed. Oh, thank you for your word that has been coming to us and transforming us. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for migrations that have been taking place in the life of your people. All kinds of good things are falling upon us and we thank you we honor you lord this evening again i yield myself as a tool and vessel in your hands i ask that you think through my mind and speak through my lips let it be all of you and none of me i publicly declare before your people that accept you manifest yourself in this place i'll fall flat upon my face i'm totally relying upon you i'll give you the glory and honor and praise for all that will be accomplished here we will be content to receive the blessing father we thank you for it in jesus precious name please one more time put your hands together let's appreciate the lord Glory to God with a shout of praise. With a shout of praise. Glory to God. Please be seated in God's holy presence. Wow. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, I'm so, so, so blessed to be part of Camp Meeting 2021. Praise the name of the Lord. Honor from God. Glory to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Um, I won't just continue sharing what I believe the Lord put in my heart for uh, my part in camp meeting this year. Praise the name of the Lord. And um, I believe that it's going to do a lot in accelerating the manifestation of the blessing in the life of God's people. And I believe with the whole of my heart that just like little hinges swing big doors, some people will just make little adjustments. And before this year ends, there will be boatloads, cargo loads of blessings manifesting in your life. You know, all of God's word is true. All of God's word is important. There's no part of God's word that's higher than the other. And sometimes, you know, we just need to make some little adjustments because the blessing of God is already upon us. Praise the name of the Lord. But there's one thing for the blessing to be upon you and there's another thing for the blessing to come into manifestation. It comes into manifestation by degree. Of course, faith is one of the things that causes it to come into manifestation. We've been hearing that a lot. Reverend Tende talked a lot about that in his sessions as well. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. But I'm on a mission in um, camp meeting this year to stop the strife. Stop the strife. Just stop it where it is and refuse to accept it in your life. There are big things ahead of you. The Lord told me that people have been waiting for, my people have been waiting for some things for a long time and I'm not the one that's been hindering them. But you see, we need to understand some things in the word of God that it is possible for some things to be hindered, not from God's end, but from our end. Praise the name of the Lord. And so this evening, I just want to continue to talk along those lines. Glory to God forevermore. Hallelujah. As I was sitting there, just, you know, just appreciating, taking in the first session and taking in Rev's comments. You know, those comments are as much of committing as anything else. My God, those comments can be someone's on their own. And just appreciating the Lord for the honor to be here. Um, the Spirit of God just seemed to quicken my spirit and uh, mentioned the fact that um, 
his people are not hindered in any way really of course not from his end and that everything that you need like as we mentioned earlier on is with you right now are you here somebody i saw you here somebody and wherever you are right now like like dr Karras was saying yesterday you are the move of god right there recently the lord's been stirring my heart i'm putting this phrase in my spirit again turn where you are into the garden of eden you see, sometimes you need to leave, sometimes you need to be led um, to go out into where your harvest is. But many times your harvest is around you waiting to just come just come into manifestation. And there are seeds that have been sown that have been made dormant because of strife. And there are harvests that have come into um, or seeds that have come into full harvest that have not come into full manifestation because of strife. Praise the name of the Lord. We're talking about the honor of the Lord in coming this year. And the Bible says in Proverbs 20, 20 verse 3 that it is an honor for a man to cease from strife. Proverbs 20 verse 3. That means that strife can affect the manifestation of honor that you see. Strife cannot really affect your honor because the blessing of the Lord makes us rich and added no sorrow with it. So technically speaking, the blessing of the Lord cannot be tampered with in your life. But the manifestation is one thing. The fact that it's on you is one thing, but the manifestation is another thing altogether. Praise the name of the Lord. I said, praise the name of the Lord. But I, I believe it's important for us to understand this, that when I say that right where you are, you are the move of God. It means that there's, there's, there's a way that God wants you to carry yourself, or, how, or I like the way he said, position yourself, that will allow certain things to begin to manifest in your life where you are. Hallelujah. And you will blossom in the place that you are planted. <laughs> Many of us, it's not changing a location that matters for say. It's changing, like Reverend Tukula was saying, a mental location or positioning. A mental attitude. Hallelujah. But let's look at the scriptures a little bit. Let's look at... Um... Okay, let's look at John chapter 13. John chapter 13, verse 34. Let me just start there. Hallelujah. John chapter 13, verse 34. Thank you, Lord. A new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, if you have love one to another. Amen. By this shall all men know. No, um, thank you. Thank you. Okay, just 35. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples. So he made a distinction there between all men, and we can assume that all men are those that are not yet in the fold, right? And, his, and then his disciples, those who, of course, will be mentored by him. He said, By this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have love, love one for another. Now, in many of the scriptures that we see talking about the love of God and talking about walking free from strife. Of course, strife here in case, let me not take it for granted that maybe somebody's listening to me and we're using the word strife and you don't really, it doesn't connect. Strife simply means in the scripture, means discord. It means division. It means dissent. Hallelujah. It goes beyond being quarrelsome, but it has to do, it really has to do with division and dissent. Things that, things that bring, you know, uh, distortions or dissent or tension 
in the relationship between believers. Now, it's important for me to, for us to understand that when the Lord is addressing, when the scriptures, the Spirit of God is addressing this subject, He's not talking to the world. Hallelujah. That's why I say the body of Christ, you, you are the move of God where you are. He's not talking to the world. Listen, the biggest thing God is doing in the world today is the body of Christ. Let's understand our, understand our value. Hallelujah. Wherever he plants any member of the body of Christ, he has planted us there. Glory to God. So just in simple terms, to just take over that place. The biggest thing he's doing in the world is the body of Christ. Hallelujah. So when he's addressing things, he's not talking to the world because he knows that what he has put in the, in the world to fix the world is his body. Are you here somebody? So when he's, when, he's, when he's thinking about fixing the world, he's simply talking about dealing with his body so his body will mature to come into all that he has called them to be. So, there is a walk that God wants us to walk in this world. Oh, hallelujah. That will begin to affect the world. So Jesus here is addressing his disciples. He said, this is by this. He said, I'm giving you now a new commandment. Praise the Lord. And he said, it is by, by this, walking this new commandment, shall all men know that you are my disciples. They'll experience something. In other words, God wants the world to experience something. Oh, hallelujah. My brother, my sister, the preacher and teacher of the gospel is very important. The declaration, the proclamation of the gospel is very important because... People cannot hear without a preacher. A preacher cannot go without except their sense. There must be declaration of words. People must hear things and believe things. Hallelujah. Now what they hear and believe brings them into an experience. Oh, hallelujah. But what keeps them, what retains them, is that as they come into that experience of eternal life and being born again, there is a quality of life that God wants them to taste. Oh, hallelujah. It's all taste and see that the Lord is good. He wants them to taste a quality of life. And it's that quality of life that will retain them. You know, we have, so to speak, goods to sell. You know, it's very easy when you are marketing, when you understand and you've researched your goods and you know that your goods are actually profitable to the person who's going to buy it. When you know that your goods are not substandard, it helps you in marketing. You know, sometimes when you're just starting off and you're desperate, maybe you may be desperate, and you know, you look at the product and you know, you, you, you can't really, there's no conviction. You just have to develop some kind of skill because you know there's no conviction about this product. You know that if you're saying that it's going to last, you have a, it has a five-year guarantee in your heart, you know that this thing has a three-month guarantee. You know there's already something in that. There's a, there's, it affects your conviction. <laughs> but when you know this product, it will do what it said it will do. Boldness will come to you. Oh, hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a product. Oh, I said we have a product. I said we have a product. Remember that Moses was sent in the demonstration of God's power. Remember that he threw down his rod and his rod became a serpent. Remember that the magicians there, the sorcerers there, Pharaoh, I mean, they, 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 they threw down their own rods as well. And those rods became serpents as well. Are you here somebody? So the truth of the matter is that, you see, as important as signs and wonders are, Signs and wonders are supernatural advertisements of the kingdom of God. Very important. It's not a low-class syllabus. Very important. But signs and wonders attract people. Oh, hallelujah. But signs and wonders do not retain people. Oh, glory to God. What retains people is the love of God. That's the life of God. So we are to attract people to come. We are to attract people to come. We sell them a product. And thank God that product is Jesus. Hallelujah. 
But it's more than words and rhetoric. It's a lifestyle. You see, we've got to believe the scriptures. Um, what the world really needs. What the world really needs. You know, we have a family situation and I don't want to get into too much detail, but we had a, fa we had a family situation and um, oh Lord, maybe I should just stop this. But anyway, I think I'll do it. We had a family situation and you know, sometimes okay. You know, I come from a polygamous home. And we have a family situation that involves, you know, my living parents and mothers and things like that. But something just happened recently. And uh, the Lord led me to... <laughs> but somebody close to me who was like a parent. You know, Reverend was talking about why people don't talk sometimes. You know, it's not just because we don't want people to poach on us. But sometimes there is a logical implication to it. Sometimes on testimonies are better shared in-house an outhouse <laughs> so let me just land this quickly so we were we were sharing with them um, i mean the lord led us to so a special so just one demonstration on love because this person had been going through a lot of challenge and we had had friction in time past with them love challenge and um my wife just told me that recently that when she went because i wasn't able to go but when she went and she was you know she went there she was able to see the person the person was being physically challenged with the children, everything. And she began praying for them. And we, we saw the special seed just demonstrating the love of God. Just, I mean, genuinely, we, we just wanted to see that the situation was resolved. And we're just loving on them, everything. So that one of the daughters broke down. During, she just noticed during her prayer that she was quiet. She broke down and she was just sobbing and sobbing and sobbing. Now, you, you have to understand my family background for you to understand how serious that little phrase is. My point is this. When the rubber hits the road, people are looking for love. Real love. And that is what the body of Christ has come to sell. See, Satan can manufacture signs and wonders. There are lying signs and wonders. Even the, where we see it with Pharaoh, when the beast comes, you know, in, you know, as God's program is unfolded and the Antichrist and everything comes, I mean, the beast and the, the false prophet is going to come with lying signs and wonders. But there's one thing Satan cannot manufacture. That's divine love. Oh, hallelujah. You know, I hear sometimes people will say, you know, you go and say cultists, they'll go and bring you. You know, that's why people are following cultists because they show them love. We must show people loving. But I, the way they're coming from, I don't really agree the slant they're coming from. I agree, but I don't agree. They say we have to go and show people love, you know, because sometimes people run to cults because cults show people love and all of that and everything. But that is not real love. Because real love doesn't end in death and destruction. The best, yes, the cult may show you some form, and, but it's false love. It's pseudo love. Because, because the love of God will never lead you to death and destruction. But that other kind of love, even though it, it may look appealing, it will, it will lead you to this death and destruction. But the other point that I have that I agree with partially there is that the truth of the matter is that people are looking for love. And Jesus told us this, hallelujah. He said, by this shall all men, that's the world, know that you are my disciples. Not because you speak in tongues. Hallelujah. I know you know this, but I'm going to say it again. Praise the name of the Lord. Not because of the signs and wonders that are taking place in our midst. See, we can draw them with signs and wonders, but only love will keep them. <laughs> See, people will go to where they're looking for help and experience the power of God, but they don't find love. They will leave you there. 
and go where they feel they perceive they find love. So the power of retention is the power of love. Now listen, if you go and look at everything, even in the world system, you see this happening. We're talking with Dr. Karis and you know, some other people in the room, one other person in the room, we said, look, even the world, they, they, see, the world have pushed on our things. It's all our things. Bible said God causes the, when I say our, I'm talking about the body of Christ. He said God causes the rain to fall on the just and the unjust. Listen, if you, people who are really, I mean, in a sane, I'm talking about in a sane society, <laughs> who are really successful in business, real business, I'm talking about entrepreneurship, I'm not just talking about going and getting a big contract. Because what powers economies is not big contracts. It's entrepreneurs. It's SMEs. It's small and medium-sized industries. I mean, and, you know, uh, businesses. Little businesses. Those are the ones that power economies. Are you here, somebody? So I'm not talking about just going and getting the big contract. I'm talking about developing goods and services that you can exchange for money. Now, I understand the supernatural aspect of money, but I'm, I'm trying to get somewhere. I'm saying that, listen, if you, if you handle your affairs with love, even in the natural world, glory to the name of the Lord, you will have sustainable progress. Are you here, somebody? I said, are you here, somebody? Customers must know that you love them. I know that there is a supernatural part to it in the sense of breaking the devil's dominion over things and things like that. But people must know that you love them. Are you here, somebody? So Jesus said, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. And he left that as a divine commandment for us. Why is it that he makes so much emphasis on this? Let's go again to First John chapter 2, please. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'll read from verse um, 3. And hereby we do, 1 John 2, chapter 2, verse 3. And hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. Okay, so Jesus was talking about this commandment here. And we're going to find that he was actually talking about the commandment. Of course, he mentioned that he was talking about the commandment of love. Now, the Apostle John picks this thing up in the epistles. Hallelujah. Post-resurrection. Hallelujah. Lest you say that this was Jesus talking before resurrection. The Apostle John now picks this thing after the resurrection. The setting of this epistle. Hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. He, he that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But we understand that Jesus had already brought that commandment into one commandment. The law of love. Hallelujah. Whoso keepeth his word, he's talking about the law of love. In him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. He that saith he abideth in him ought also so to walk as he walked. Oh, hallelujah. And we know the word walk there is talking about your conduct, the way you handle yourself, the way you go about your business, your conduct, your lifestyle. So Jesus had a walk. The Bible says he that if you claim to know him, you must walk as he walked. Praise the name of the Lord. Now look at this. When you look at Jesus' life, at least the part of his life that was really documented and brought to our attention in the three and a half years that he was walking upon the face of the earth. Would you agree with me that Jesus walked in absolute dominion? Would you agree with me? Over forces of nature? Are you here somebody? Over 
how do I put it? Over, I mean, over, over the natural realm. Over sickness. Over disease. Are you here somebody? What about the area of supernatural provision? So you would agree with me that Jesus walked in absolute dominion. Are you here somebody? Well, I don't know, but it would seem to me when they say walk as Jesus walked, there's something he did, praise the name of the Lord, that released the force of absolute dominion in his life. Oh, hallelujah. He said walk as he walked so you, can, so you can enjoy what he was enjoying. Are you here somebody? He that said he abided him also ought to walk as he walked. Verse 7. Brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment which you had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you have heard from the beginning. And again, a new commandment write unto you, I unto you. So he picked up on what Jesus was talking in John 13. Which thing is true in him and in you? Because the darkness is past and the true light now shineth. He that saith he is in the light and hateth his brother is in darkness even until now. Resents his brother. Are you here somebody? Has issues. So you see now, the Bible does not address, when he's talking about love, he does not address the world. It's the church he's addressing. Oh, hallelujah. Because the issue of the world is, what the world is no issue. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, the power is in the church. Oh, glory to God forevermore. And when I talk about the church, I'm talking about you. My brother, my sister, the power is in you. Oh, the power to break out is in you right now. To have absolute mastery in every area of your life is inside of you right now. He said, he that saith is in the light and hateth his brother is in darkness even until now. Praise God forevermore. <laughs> he that loveth his brother abideth in the light and there is none occasion of stumbling in him. But he that hateth his brother is in darkness and walketh in darkness and knoweth not whither he goeth because the darkness has blinded his eyes. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Are you here somebody? Alright, let's go to Ephesians chapter 5. Glory to God forevermore. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Help me say, walk as he walked. Say, if you claim to abide in him, you must walk as he walked. Are you here, somebody? And the primary thing he talks about Jesus' walk is the love walk. You see, we're going to see that's what produced the miracles. Praise the name of the Lord. That's what caused the power to flow. That's what caused absolute dominion to flow. Are you here, somebody? And the commandment of love is not given to the world. You know why? Because they don't have the capacity for the love of God. It's not in them. That divine deposit is not in them. The church is the answer. It's like we're just walking, walking time bomb. Are you here somebody? And the love of God is there inside of us. Verse 1, Ephesians 5. Be therefore followers of God as dear children. Hallelujah. And we know the word followers there is the Greek word mimites, which means to copy speech, um, style, way of life. Hallelujah. So it makes the big thing about copying God the love of God. You see, there's so many other things you can say copy about God. We know God is a faith God. We know that's how he operates. Praise the name of the Lord. We know that. We know that, I mean, God has power. We, all, we see all kinds of these wonderful things about God. We, we know that God is the blessed one and, his, and the blessing is upon us in Christ. Are you here, somebody? But the big thing he highlights about God when he says copying God is love. Are you here, somebody? So that's the big area you copy God. That means if you copy this one, everything else will follow you. Oh, hallelujah. I say hallelujah. You see, it never says that God is faith, but it said God is love. Oh, glory to God. You know, when I was much younger in the faith, I'm not that old now yet. I'm still growing. 
Um, honestly speaking, I, I mean, when he talks about gifts of the spirit, I'll be so excited. I will talk about the anointing. I want to study all those things, everything. But to be quite honest with you, many years ago, when I hear about love, I just thought, oh, I was going to come out of all of these things. Okay, love, love, I love one another, love one another. You know, I just came from that, thing. beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when I began to understand, praise the name of the Lord, that this was the real deal, that this is the key to the anointing, this is the key to dominion, this is the key to authority, I began to put a big focus on the love of God. Are you here, somebody? Be followers of God as their children and walk in love as Christ also has loved us. Hallelujah. And has given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savour, A sweet-smelling incense. Praise the name of the Lord. So it tells us one thing about the walking in the love of God. The walking in the love of God is sacrificial. Why? Because it's going to deal with your flesh. And we talked about the flesh yesterday. It's a way of thinking, really, that's not consistent with God's way, with God's word. Are you here, somebody? I mean, walking in the love of God, you're going to have to, you're going to, have to summon supernatural forces. Hallelujah. <laughs> to deal with your flesh, because it's not going to be the most comfortable thing to do. As dear children, followers of God as dear children, walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for sweet smiling savour. All right, let's go to 1 John chapter 3. Thank you, Lord. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. God's greatest investment on this earth is the church. God doesn't have a second thought about the world because of the church. Are you here, somebody? So wherever you are now, sir, ma, wherever you are now, God is not troubled about wherever you are because you are there. Oh, but we've got to release those forces. I said, we've got to release those forces. You know, I can just see God thinking, oh, is, oh, Jane is there. Don't worry about it. That place is taken. Oh, glory to God forevermore. Oh, glory to God forevermore. Oh, 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 John is there. Don't worry. That place is taken. Are you here, somebody? But behold, 1 John 3, 1. What manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us. Oh, his choicest gifts. Hallelujah. That we should be called the sons of God. If, if God, and God is love, First John 4, it tells us that. So if we're the sons of God, then we're the sons of love. I said we're the sons of love. I know sonship, sonship is an office, it's not gender sensitive. So we are he, he sons and she sons. We're all sons. I, so we're talking to male and female tonight. Hallelujah. What manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God or sons of love. Therefore the world knoweth us not. Because it knew him not. Praise the name of the Lord. Beloved, now are we the sons of love. When? When are we? And it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. Hallelujah. For we shall see him as he is. Blessed be God forevermore. Now there are at least two appearances there. There's one appearance when he, we are caught up in the rapture with him. Are you here somebody? But there's an appearance now when we walk in the fullness of the blessing of God. When God is seen in us. Oh, Hallelujah. When the desire of the world is seen in us. And Jesus is the desire of the ages. Are you here somebody? But there's something the world is looking for. It's a what manner of love the father has bestowed upon us. That word bestowed is the, is the Greek word didomi. It means an investment made. So the love of God. The first and foremost. God's love for you is his investment in you. God's love has given you value. That Reverend Toklo was saying it's not your clothes. It's God's love for you that has given you value. 
Sama, God makes no trash. Oh, hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. God's love for you has given you value. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So what manner of love God has, give, has, has given toward us? What is the love he showed for us that he gave us his only begotten son? That when he looked at you and he, and he, and he saw, are you, he said, what is your worth? Hallelujah. So this person is worth me giving my son. It's almost like an overused statement, but it's absolutely true that if you're the only one on this earth, Pastor Mira, I think, mentioned it as she was charging us in worship, he would have come for you. I said, he would have come for you. Of the almost 8 billion on the earth, he would have come for you. What is your value? Your value is what was given in exchange for you. God loves you. I said, God loves you. God loves you. To what extent he loves you? He gave his son for you. And the Bible said he has set his love upon you. How has he set his love upon you? It's been bestowed. It's been put on you. Are you here, somebody? And he has called you son of love. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I said, praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, understanding God's love for you begins to bring you a sense of value in your life. I tell people, it is, see, the cure for inferiority complex is not petting people. It's letting them see their true value in God's eyes. <laughs> when you know the reject of the universe loves you and he's looking at you right now as though you're the only one on the face of this earth. Are you here somebody? And all his resources given you. Romans 8.31 said, what then shall we say to these things? If God be for us. He said, consider the possibility. If God oh, be for you. Oh my God. I said, if God be for you. And he is. And he is. He said, consider that possibility. If. Just think about it. If God in all his omnipotence, all his resources is for you. Then who or what can successfully be against you? Then if God did not spare his own son. But gave him up for you. How shall he not also freely give you all things? It doesn't mean that Jesus gave you, it doesn't mean that God gave you Jesus first and then all things follow Jesus. No, it means that when he gave you Jesus, everything you ever need came with a package. You know, it's like you go to a mall and everything and you go to shop. And you say, okay, today I have a little to do, I have a little shopping list. I just I need a toothbrush, maybe toothpaste, maybe this and that and that. And you do your budget calculation, you go into shop and you pick those things. And then before you leave, they say, Okay, are you are you this person we have been looking for you? The owner of this mega mall has somehow willed this mall to you. How would your shopping list change? <laughs> you know, sometimes when we talk this kind of thing, people think it's rhetoric. But you see, you have to think through the word of God. Oh. You must think through the word of God. What, what will happen to your shopping list? If you went there with a five-item shopping list, are you here, somebody? And you were going to shop at the cheapest part of the store. And before you left, they now came and said, this mega mall! You know, Savannah is a world-class ministry and a global ministry. So apart from, apart from sowing into the rest missionary trips and all the global outreaches, and uh, you should also aspire to follow along those trips. There is both a spiritual and a natural benefit you will get. As your anointing falls upon the meetings, you will be enlarged. But as you see civilization, you will be enlarged. As Reverend Tukula Soka said, there are some things that won't change until you take people somewhere. Like the man that said that uh, 
he just got to the airport where the sliding doors open when he comes. And he got to the sliding door. And the sliding door opened. He just, <laughs> he just like, <laughs> you can't catch me. <laughs> you see, that, was, that was high wisdom to him. <laughs> you think you can catch me? Because this guy came from the village where every, things, are, things fly by night and by day. And <laughs> so when he came up, the sliding door opened. He just, <laughs> he said, you can't catch me. I'm faster than you. You came here to you. You're waiting for me. You can't catch me. Our <laughs> guy was a machine. He's automated. Glory to God. So sometimes you need to, you need to, you need to get the renewal of the mind through the teacher of God's word. But sometimes you just need exposure. To see how things are done. It's important. Are you here somebody? Yes, sir. I, said, it, I said, are you here somebody? Yes, glory to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I said, glory to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So God has put his love in us. The body of Christ is the biggest thing on the earth today. Now localize it. You are the biggest thing where you are today. God has put you in this world to walk as he walked. You are supernatural advertisement for the world. Are you here, somebody? Listen, I'm not diminishing anything, but you can have all kinds of manifestations and supernatural manifestations of God in your life, and you can be enlarged in the natural things of this life. But when people come to you, this is supernatural advertisement. They're supposed to meet the real deal. The real deal is not a car. The real deal is not a house. The real deal is not enlargement your business. That's wonderful and that's excellent. That's right. We don't put away from it. But the real deal is that people come to meet Jesus. To know that this life is real. The product we have is real. It's authentic. My question to you this evening. Do you believe your product is authentic? I don't even need an answer from you. Do you really believe it? Because if you believe your, 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 your product is authentic, it will help you in the area of patience. If you believe that your product is authentic, you know you don't come to church because of a breakthrough. See, have you met Jesus, O Makataya? Have you met Jesus, the Son of God? I tell people, I love tracks and I love all of those things and they have their place. But you know, the most important testimony you have is your testimony. Oh, I love how Keith Moore put it. He said, all you need to do is share the impact that Jesus has had on you and God will anoint it to open somebody's heart. You don't need reverence testimony. It should inspire you. But your testimony, for right now as you're listening to me, no matter how many needs you have in your life, you have enough of Jesus to get your world saved. You have enough. Without any new miracle being added to your life, what you have known of him, if you tell somebody, there's somebody in your world, there's somebody in your sphere of influence, everything you've been through, everything you've been through in your life, good, bad, ugly, sweet, sour, everything has prepared you to be a witness. There's somebody in your world that my voice means nothing in that world. But you are authorized by your experience to connect with somebody in your world. Oh God in heaven. You see, we understand that we'll be bringing people to church in truckloads. Because we're waiting for one big thing. Right now where you are, your testimony is what Jesus has done in your life. That is all that you share under the anointing and God opens people's hearts. Where you are right now, you've been planted to be a supernatural witness that Jesus is real. Are you here somebody? I saw you here somebody? And listen, you're going to have additional benefit as you walk in the love of God because as you walk in the love of God, 
things that seem so impossible will start becoming possible in your life. Are you here, somebody? Then you have testimonies to attract people. But my issue is, may the testimony not be a package alone. May it attract people to come and meet the real owner of the testimony. And when they meet your Jesus, they will not be disappointed. They'll say, oh my God, this is what I've been looking for all of my life. I was privileged to, on, on, on my little visit to the U.S. one time, and we were going with friends, and we went to, was it, was it New York or so? And there was this lady who, just about, I forget her name now, 20-something years old. She was living, you know, she was living in one of those expensive areas of New York. She had just like an overnight, not overnight success, but I mean, just one of those up-and-coming designers. I mean, multi-millionaire. One day they came and found her dead in her apartment. And she wrote a suicide note about the emptiness of life. Glory to God. You see, you see, why some of you need to become global designers is because you're going to enter a world that will open up those kind of people to you. I'm not saying that they cannot supernaturally hear anybody else. I'm not saying that. But you see, your, your, your being in that world will open somebody's heart. You see, it changes this whole thing about success or breakthrough or whatever it is. God needs you to be in certain places because there are certain people who will hear your voice when you enter that place. Oh my God. Listen, there's some places my voice means nothing. I'm not saying God can't use the anointing and supernatural things can't happen, but God's best way, God's highest way is that believers in their world, are you here somebody? As they rise up in their world, demonstrating this love of God and and utilizing faith and walking in love and seeing supernatural manifestations in their life that will draw people's curiosity and when they come they will find Jesus and say this is what we have been looking for all along oh hallelujah there's something about Jesus that nothing else will do my brother my sister God this world needs love I mean authentic love and when I say love I'm talking about Jesus it's Jesus I'm talking about I say, it's Jesus I'm talking about. That's why I say, this is how all the world will know you're my disciples. Not if you have love for the world. If you have love for one another. Oh, glory to God. No, no. It's, they will not know you're my disciples when you have love for the world. They will know you're my disciples when you have love for one another. I say, his concentration is on his people. Because they're the move of God. They're the big thing happening. When they, when, they, when they allow his life and nature to take over them, he wants it to be supernatural advertisement. People should look at us and there should be a holy jealousy. How can it be believers that will be squealing on believers? It's believers that are tearing down believers. They told a whole story about somebody in a certain state in Nigeria. They made, this is where I was talking, they made, they made the guy... Um, the governor is a Muslim governor, one of the states in Nigeria. This just a couple of years ago or so. In the, just in the last, this, this, this present four-year, whatever the term that they're running. And this guy picked, which had never been done before, a Christian and made him a commissioner. The only Christian in the cabinet. Commissioner in the state cabinet. And guess who came, um, Pastor Ma, guess who came to complain to him? Several other denominations came to complain to him that this guy should not be there. Several other Christian denominations came and they all wanted their own person to come. I was just laughing when Reverend Tupelo was talking. Are you here somebody? 
So the governor said, what? So all of you, I'm canceling you. Then he took a Muslim and put him there. Oh, glory to God. I said, glory to God. The greatest supernatural witness to the world, may I humbly say, is not signs and wonders. Signs and wonders are very important and I believe, and they must be happening. It's part of, part of what Jesus paid for and they have their place. But the, soup, the greatest witness to the world is not signs and wonders. It's the divine love of God. Because God is not signs and wonders. God is love. Are you here somebody? I've received grace. I'm leveraging on my friendship with Reverend. My covenant Reverend. To just share my heart. Are you here somebody? I believe with the whole of my heart that you will, you will not have to pray too much for miracles when you walk in this realm. Go and look at it. The instructions to the, about the love of God and strife are not for the world. It's for believers. Have you seen where Paul said in Philippians 4 by the Spirit of God that we should prefer one another? Do you know what that means? <laughs> Reverend Tukula was talking. I was just laughing. I don't know if I shared it in my last session. So I used to think, I said, oh, my covenant word Christian center. I mean, I teach them, but I teach the word of God, man. What are you talking about? The word of God. But when I come and see, I could not believe it. I thought I was in, I thought I was, you know, you know, this kind of thing sometimes to hit you, you think you're in slow motion, you don't know where you are. You just feel like you're just. So, how did that happen? Where is it coming? I said, under me and all this, my sweaty and tutelage and prayer. Are you here, somebody? That believers will have to go outside in the same church and go and bring police for each other, take each other to law court. The world is watching. I said, the world is watching. And then we, we, we want to invite them for our seminars. <laughs> By this shall all men know that you are my disciples. If you have what? Love. One for another. There is a supernatural witness that needs to come out of the church. Are you here somebody? We need the, I, I believe it is God's plan for the appetite of the world to be aroused. That when they observe... Are you here, somebody? I'm not saying that there will be no mistakes in the church. We're growing. Well, I know our minds are being renewed. But they'll, they'll, they'll see something flowing that is supernatural in our midst. Are you here, somebody? They'll say that if you touch this one, you have touched everybody. Kai. That if you're going somewhere and you want to snitch and get information about any one of us, for example, with this local church now, you can't get it from anybody here. Oh, glory to God. Is somebody, talk, is somebody, in this, is somebody listening to me here tonight? This is how they will know. This is how they will listen. Everybody wants to be loved. Oh, hallelujah. People will throw away their, their money. They will throw away their accomplishments. They will do anything when they find real, genuine love. And we have the goods. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. I'm not making light of the supernatural. I'm not making light of the spectacular. They are valid. They are important. Jesus paid for them. But this is what the Bible talks about. Are you here, somebody? Is walking as he walked. Glory to the name of the Lord. And the place he said we should copy him is in this. And I dare tell you that if you follow this, you will not like the supernatural. You will not like the, like the signs and wonders. Oh, you will not like it. 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 Money cometh will work before, like magic for you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know it better than I know it that God's will is for you to have a ton of money. But the purpose of money is to love people, not to build a house in your village. It's to love people. What is the practicality of building a house in your village except you're going to have a mission outreach there? It's just going to be rusting. 
I live now, my, my, my mother, and the Lord asked me to stay there because she's all out of honor and everything. I'm, she's about 83 now, and um, 82 plus now, and, you know, to honor her. So I put down my flesh in that area because the Lord told me to stay there to honor her. People have laughed at me and done every kind of thing, but I'm leveraging Ephesians 6, 1 to 3. So the Lord told me to honor her. I'm going to honor her because it's a mighty house and all my siblings, they leave, they don't come out. And, and so she, all year, I can't leave that woman there in the house alone. And it's a house that is hers. Her husband, she got it from her husband. My dad. <laughs> so, you know, well, of course, that's one plus one is two, right? I know. So I stayed there to honor her. Praise the name of the Lord. Are you here, somebody? Oh, dear Lord. I'll get the thought back. I'll get the thought back. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Yokes are destroyed. Oh. Burdens are lifting. Oh. I agree with us, the prophet over this house that this will be the sweetest Christmas you have ever known. You have ever known. I say you have ever known. There's some things you have been waiting for for a long time. Not just some things, some things. You will not live this year without those things appearing around about your life. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The purpose of money is to love people. It's to love people. That's the primary purpose of money. Praise the name of the Lord. And it's criminal not to be, to be without it. Because we need to love people. I said we need to love people. I said we need to love people. Oh, we're loving them into God's kingdom. We'll teach them about the blood sacrifice. We'll teach them about the supernatural. We'll teach them how to live free from the devil's dominion. Are you here, somebody? But the greatest prize they will have is that when they come into Christ, they'll find a real family that really loves them beyond anything that they have. Loving them beyond their accomplishments. Loving them beyond their contacts. Can God trust the body of Christ? I ask myself that constantly. Praise the name of the Lord. I said, praise the name of the Lord. Can God send mighty people into your life and you not see them as an opportunity for a contract? But it's their soul you're thinking about first. Can God trust you that even though that, that, when, that when he puts you in a business situation, your priority is not to close the deal. The main deal for you is that soul. If you live that way, you will never lack the deal. Whether it comes through them or not. Oh, Hallelujah. Can God trust us to be big on this love issue? That can, 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 can he trust us to be soul hunters? You see, now you're, you're in your habitat now. Whether you're in engineering, your career, your professional. What you're seeing in that place is an opportunity to reach the lost. So all the demonstrations of God's spirit, the power of God, all of those things that are happening in your life is catching their attention. Are you here, somebody? But you know that you have the real product. The real product is not the power. The real product is the person of Jesus. They contact him. They will not be without power. So we're not diminishing the power, please. I hope you understand where I'm trying to go this evening. Are you here, somebody? I say, are you here, somebody? Glory to God, 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 glory to God. I said, glory to God. I said, glory to God. The supernatural deposit of God's love is in you. Romans 5.5. We look at Acts chapter 1 verse 8 and you shall see power when the, after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses in Samaria, in Judea, unto other most parts of the earth. Then we can bring it into context. 
We thought the witness is, is the witness there, the word is material, which means that you should, you should demonstrate something you know about Jesus. What is the number one thing we know about him? Bigger than a miracle worker. Bigger than a healer. He's life itself. He's the true bread of life. He's the satisfying one. Are you here, somebody? And my brother, my sister, God's people should come into church and find a family. Are you here, somebody? Know that there are people that will cover their back. Know that there are people that don't just see them as a business project. Oh, dear Lord Jesus Christ. I think it was, was it Dr. Karis or somebody that was talking here? Or somebody that was talking. I can't remember one of our the ministers were talking about, about, uh, about how, about when, was it uh, Kanye West? Who was it was talking about that? Was that you? Yes, sir. And we've encountered those kind of things. So can God trust us? That when some people come into our midst, we're not crazy. When your, when your favorite football star, when, not if, comes into Savannah, will you be scrounging for their autograph? Or will you see them as a soul? So he's the one that has beautified Jesus now. Jesus is not the trophy. He's the trophy. He's the one that's legitimizing Jesus now. Are you here somebody? Galatians 5, 6. Walk as he walked. I hope I'm making a little bit of Bible sense tonight. Glory to God forevermore. Shanta harabo sakataya. Legrabo hasamaya kata. Sakaranando hori wosekete. The Lord talked to me about a growth that is being dissolved during that awesome worship. The Lord said growths are being dissolved during that awesome worship. So Pastor Miro was under the power of God there. I mean, the Lord said growths are dissolving. Growths are dissolving. Growths are dissolving. Your healing is coming forth. Your money is shooting out. Money is finding you. We're in the house of the money man. Money is finding you. Money is finding. Money is finding you. Money is finding you in soft currency, not hard currency. Soft. There's nothing hard about it. Soft currency. Dollars, pounds, euro is finding you. Praise the name of the Lord. I said, praise the name of the Lord. May I just know that God is marking somebody. This December is a sweet year for you, month for you. This December one, right? It's a sweet month. My sister Edith, love you, ma. It's a sweet month for you. <laughs> so, Ma, just, just yield to all we've been hearing in camp meeting this year and all we're still going to hear. Yield to it. Praise the name of the Lord. How are we going to walk as he walked? Galatians 5, 6. Praise God forevermore. It's like Galatians 5, 6. Blessed be the name of the Lord. For in Jesus Christ, oh, the anointed one and his anointing. Hi. You know, the Bible was said of the Christians in Acts 11, 26, it was at Antioch, they first called them Christians. Right? We talk about Acts chapter 1 verse 8, that when the Spirit of God came upon those disciples, those first 120, they went on to become witnesses, witnesses to Jesus' resurrection. What's the primary witness to Jesus' resurrection? God loves you. So much that he gave his son. And he has adopted you into his family. Then the signs and wonders are accompaniments that come with the kingdom. Are you here somebody? But the primary witness of Jesus' revelation, a resurrection, is the demonstration of God's love. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. 
And the Bible said in Romans 5, 5, that when we became born again. So do you understand that? That those guys, that's when they got born again. They got born again and filled with the Holy Ghost at the same time. For you cannot get filled with the Holy Spirit until you become born again. Are you here somebody? I said, are you here somebody? Unless you come from the tribe of one funny prophet like that. Who was born again from his mother's womb. According to his admission. So they got born again and filled the Holy Ghost at the same time. But what entered them? What fire came into them? It was the fire of liquid love. Are you here somebody? Romans 5, 5 tells us that the love of God is shed abroad. It's, it's like the, the idea there is that somebody emptied something into our spirit. So when Zoe came in, are you here somebody? It was the deposit of God's love that came in. The life of God, the light of God, the love of God. Are you here somebody? The power of God. Glory to the name of the Lord. And they became witnesses now. Demonstrating that this life is real. Glory to the name of the Lord. We don't have time for it, but you go and see that these are God characteristics in us from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 to 8. Many of us know it very well. Are you here, somebody? When these, when 1 Corinthians 3, 4 to 8 becomes alive in us and is alive in us because that is God and God is in us. That's love in us. Are you here, somebody? When the world sees this, my goodness, see, there's nobody that does not want a place they can trust. Nobody does not want, there's nobody that does not want a safe haven in life. I'm not talking about the safety that can be bought by guns. I'm talking about, I'm talking about emotional safety. Safety knowing that somebody has your back. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. The safety the people will know that that you're not you're not going to be publicizing their mistakes all over the world hallelujah that you have the strength of character to pray about it and to confront them secretly hallelujah and in love and point them the way praise god forevermore and to know that the matter will not be heard anywhere again some people can't trust us in counseling because their matter everywhere their matter everywhere is like telling you is might as well go to nt then we will be blasting tongues and then see what the world is looking for is love when the world finds lovers they'll start trusting with their secrets men will share their secrets with you when they know it will die with you then you have the power of god to help them glory to god forevermore then you will not use it against them you know you to blackmail them are you here somebody i said are you here somebody said freely we have received freely give this will break the devil's dominion over people. We will not be able to hold people in our churches. And where they're supposed to get, where, where, where they're supposed to be contacted with this love is where you are right now. Don't wait to go to Koma Hills. Or where you are right now is your Koma Hills. Your mission field, your sphere of influence. That place you work to transact business, you're following deals or whatever your profession is, your medical doctor, lawyer, whatever. Right there, people want to see that love. Are you here, somebody? Something will attract them about you supernaturally. It's a supernatural witness. As you walk in it, God will open people's hearts to you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You'll be doing business deals, but at the end of the day, you'll be casting out devils. You'll be cursing sickness and disease. You'll just be ripping people for the kingdom of God. Are you here, somebody? And listen, when people's hearts are given, their material things will follow them. Oh, they'll follow them. Are you here, somebody? I said, are you here, somebody? For in Christ Jesus, the anointed one is anointed. Neither circumcision availeth anything. That word availed here means the power to make things happen. But faith, which works, which is effected by divine love. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Say I'm a lover. No, not not like no Michael Jackson. I'm a lover, not a fighter. No, not that one. 
Say I'm a lover. Say the divine love of God flows through me like a mighty, mighty river. Say as I walk in this love, oh my faith operates at its highest point and the blessings of God break forth around my life like a mighty river. Say I lack nothing. Say I have an abundance of all things. Say this love dominates my life. Sickness does not dominate me. I walk in the love of God. My faith is operating at its highest peak. Say there are no limits over my life. No limits over my ministry. You know, I just want to say it like I said it, I said it in my heart. The Lord told me to tell somebody, and he's a minister here. If you walk in this love of God, like 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 1 says it. I mean, I'm even taking it for myself. Oh, really, I'm not going to be an idiot. I'm taking it for myself too. But I really feel this is for a minister of the gospel here. He said, as we enter into next year, your church will first double, then it will triple. He said, it will first double, then it will triple. I said, you're not going to do anything else extraordinary. But if you put this divine love first, and I believe it's an individual, at least the Lord is putting this in my heart for. He said, it will first double, then it will triple. If there's any church I know anywhere that teaches and walks in the truth of God's word and love and the gospel is Savannah Grace Ministries. Are you here, somebody? But somebody here, somebody here needs to let go of strife tonight. Somebody here needs to let go of your right to be right. Because so many things are hanging. It's not God has given you all things. The blessing of God are around you. See, they're piling up. You know, one time I was in Chicago O'Hare Airport and I saw, I thought we had airport here. Yeah, I didn't know that we just have, is it airstrip or not even airstrip? Is it airstrip? Almost a hundred planes just waiting to take off. Jumbo jets. You know, when I, I just, I said, God, honestly, I had a talk with God. So honestly, this thing, you know, I, I don't want, I don't want to be sentimental. I just want to talk from my heart. This thing is not fair. Why now? Habba. You're a merciful God now. Habba. Just think about our country, Nigeria. I said, this airport. I said, waiting for 20 minutes to take off. Over 100 jumbo jets waiting to take off. Different parts of the seats. Sky just filled with planes. And that's the picture I see. The Lord told me that the people listen to me now, online and here. He said, He's not God is not a withholder. Nothing is withheld from you. But he said, this thing, your faith has been released. Things have stacked up round about you. He said, fix the strife. Refuse to give yourself a right to strife. Are you here, somebody? I said, are you here, somebody? The blessings of God will fall upon you like rain. They're already round about you. They'll just have cascading into your space, dropping into your space. This December is a loaded month, though. Ay, 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 ay. I agree with the prophet of God in the house. You'll be singing every day in December, dancing every day in December. And I hear my spirit. It's not that you're going to do anything unusual. You're just going to accelerate this love war. Glory to God forevermore. You're going to see all kind of limits breaking forth all about you in the name of Jesus. Things you've been standing in faith for for a long time, they'll just have been delivered into your life in the name of Jesus. Healing breaking forth like a mighty river. Glory to the name of the Lord. And I know. Somebody is going to testify. I know I'm going to hear the testimony from Reverend. He's a minister of the gospel. He said, Your church will first trip double and then it will triple. And it's not because you're going to do anything extra per se. Praise the name of the Lord. But you're going to fix this area. Blessed be God. I love you with the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. I love you with the love of the Lord Jesus Christ.
I say I love you with the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. I say I love you with the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. God has not withheld anything from you, sir. Anything from you, ma. I smell brand new money. I smell brand new cars. I smell all kind of weddings taking. Lord Jesus Christ. All kind of supernatural and spectacular things happening in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, when you follow God's love program, God will accelerate your promotion. <laughs> because he knows anywhere you put him, as far as people are looking at you and they're, they're, they're looking at all the shenanigans or whatever it is round about your life, but they don't know that in your heart, you're a primitive soul hunter. All you know is that God has brought you into this place for souls. God is moving you to a place. Not only are you been transacting the billions, are you here, somebody? But the people at the other end of that transaction, you're getting their soul. I say you're getting their soul. I say you're getting their, your, their soul. Put those hands together and give the Lord a mighty shout of praise tonight. Put those hands together and give the mighty of Arabala Kerema Hallelujah! Thank you for listening. Messages are freely available. Visit carusoscloud.com slash profile slash Savannah Ministries for download. Or visit www.savannaministries.org for more information.